0: I can't help it. I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it. i ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Vipocito, and the Celtics beat the Hornets 113-107. Uh, for anyone that's listened to this podcast before, you know that I love watching the Hornets play. They are a young, fast-paced team. Uh, they love pushing the ball. The tempo's great. Guys are hitting shots. And tonight was no exception. Uh, this is a fun one. Fortunately for the Celtics, though, we came out with a six-point victory. Uh, again, 113-107. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game. Run through some of the highs and some of the lows. Uh, and to get things started off here, want to give player of the game... To Josh Richardson, and I'm not saying that he was the absolute best player on the Celtics tonight, uh, because I really actually I do think that Marcus Smart was that guy, uh, but to switch things up, I want to give it to Josh Richardson, who stepped up more than anyone really had anticipated. Uh, this was a was an all time game for Josh Richardson, defensively, fantastic. Found himself in the closing lineups late. Uh, But what he gave to the Celtics was that perimeter threat that we have been looking for. And he's obviously been one of the more consistent players on this team this season. And tonight was just another example of how good he can be. Uh, End of the night, 23 points, uh, two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. 8 of 12 from the field, 6 of 8 from 3. It's just an impressive win. It really is. It's an impressive game from Josh Richardson. Uh, But you look up and down. This was a fun one. We only had two guys over 20 points. One of them was Josh Richardson, who led the team. The other was Marcus Smart. So in a game where we won... 113-107, one of the better offensive games that we've had, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were both sub-20 points, which is unbelievable to be able to say, right? I don't think anybody would have predicted a game like this when you have both of those guys not scoring 20. And I'm not even going to say they played bad, because I don't think that's the case. I think they just played team basketball. For what seems like the first time this season. Uh, I don't think we've seen either of... I don't think we've seen a game this season. Or in the last three seasons for this matter. Where both of these guys are under 20. Uh, So this is an impressive win. Marcus Smart was the other guy tonight. 22 points. 4 rebounds. 6 assists. A steal and a block. 7 of 11 from the field. This is another game, another game where Marcus Smart is just like godlike. And obviously I'm exaggerating with that. I'm not actually saying that he is godlike in any sense of the word, right? But since he's come back from COVID, he's had every single game, I think, has been over six assists. Like we've talked about needing a pass first point guard for so long. Mike Gorman said it on the broadcast today. Marcus Smart is making his case that he is that guy or that he can be that guy. This is the Marcus Smart that we want. This is the Marcus Smart that we have been asking for. Uh, and he's been giving it to us. The last couple weeks have just been unbelievable for him. Uh, so you've got to be happy as a Celtics fan right now. Like The season has not been what you wanted it to be by any means but the celtics are playing really good basketball they were 10 and 6 in the month of january just added in another victory uh this is a big it's a big win it's a big stretch of basketball for this celtics team uh and it tonight it was led by richardson by smart but really it was just team basketball up and down the lineup you had Massive contributions. Al Horford tonight thought played better. He was two of five from three, had two corner threes, almost back to back plays. Uh, but he also chipped in 12 rebounds and assist to steal. So good game from him. Time Lord, 10 points, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals, three blocks. Another like excellent performance from him. And they just keep coming up over and over. Like, this is this is a fun brand of basketball that we got to watch tonight. It really was. Um, I think Time Lord had a couple of great passes, a couple of great backdoor cuts. Uh, it's just solid. This is what you need. You know, late in the game, and I, we'll talk about some of the negatives here. Because late in the game, there were certainly some stretches of basketball uh, where the Celtics couldn't put the ball in the hoop. And Jalen Brown really, you know, dug deep. Got had a couple of massive, massive shots in the fourth quarter. You know, he took that sh- right after Jason Tatum decided to go ISO. He turned the ball over, failed to run back on defense late in the game, like four or five minutes, actually a couple minutes left, and he took a charge on Plumlee. Jalen Brown did, uh, which is huge, huge. Now, Right before that, he had that big offensive rebound and put back on one of the smart misses that gave the Celtics an 11-point lead with five minutes left. Obviously, that got destroyed, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, but you look, you know, took the charge on Plumlee, had an incredibly tough mid-range pull-up over Terry late to make it a four-point game with a minute 40 left. Jalen Brown had a couple of big plays late in the game where the Celtics desperately needed it. Uh, Stat line tonight, not super impressive, but didn't take a ton of shots. Uh, 15 points, six rebounds. The impressive part is the six assists. Like we've really talked about Jalen Brown and not being the facilitator, Uh, but tonight did a really, really solid job of it. So six assists for him a steal the one negative part to his game was the turnovers uh he had seven himself uh, and for the starters him and al minus one for al minus four for jb today on the day for net rating uh so not ideal uh, but he came up big late in the game And that's what you need uh, and that's what he delivered at times Jason Tatum, uh, the other guy that really was just zipping the ball around. I thought he did a fantastic job of finding guys open. Uh, And a lot of it too, like one of the impressive parts of today was watching both of the Jays feed off each other. That's been a storyline all season long. They cannot coexist, right? We've heard that storyline over and over. In the media. And tonight was another really good example of them making each other better. Jalen had a couple nice drives, found Tatum open. Tatum, same thing for Brown. Like these guys were moving the ball. Uh, final stat line for Jason Tatum 19 points, six rebounds, nine assists, and a steal. He did struggle. From the field, six of 16 from the field, one of seven from three. But again, it's the playmaking of these guys that really puts this team at a different level. When both of those guys are playing like this, moving the ball, this team is really hard to beat. The Celtics ended the night with 31 assists, which is fantastic, right? Unbelievable game. The other guy that really contributed tonight, too, was Grant Williams. And this is, you know, your typical Grant performance from this year. You know, we've talked about it that he's had a couple of tough games. But tonight, 12 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 of 6 from 3, 4 of 7 overall. It's another really good shooting performance from Grant. He's coming out doing exactly what you need him to do. It's stand in a corner, it's hit threes, it's play defense. And that's what he's doing. Again, 31 assists for this team. Like, that is a massive, massive number as a team. Nine steals, five blocks. The shooting numbers were better. 51% from the field, 39% from three. So we're finally getting to a point where the Celtics team is continuing to just play good basketball. They've talked about it on the the broadcast too. There's a lot of season left. There's a lot of season left. We're 53 games in, so we've got 29 more games. There's still a chance of making a play for a six seed, seven seed. Get out of the play-in at least, right? Like There's opportunity for that, and that's important, right? So at this point, you look at the Celtics team, and they're turning a corner at a good point. You know, Ime talked about having an eight-man rotation today, uh, which has been pretty standard, right? Because realistically, we haven't played a lot of the young guys. But in a situation where, you know, Dennis Schroeder is likely going to be gone in eight days, maybe before that, hopefully before that, use him while you can. And while he hasn't been great and he... Really wasn't tonight either. He did have a couple of good possessions. uh, But he also turned the ball over like an idiot a couple times. More so early on. Uh, But take advantage of him while you have him. Right? When he's gone the whole second half of the season after the All-Star break, you can play the young guys. So use your rotation of people that are working well. And tonight, that was Grant Schroeder and Richardson off the bench. Uh, really Grant and Richardson both played just great games off the bench Uh, and that's what you need you need games where you have people contributing all over the place Uh, it's another game where we had a really solid you know starting lineup group but we also got contributions from you know two of our bench guys this is what the Celtics need this is a good. It's a good win, honestly, over a good team too. They're not, you know, record-wise, fantastic, but it's a tough team. Offensively, they go out and put up points. Defensively, n- not the greatest, but offensively, they'll go and they'll they'll kill you. Uh, so take this, you know, one hundred and seven points to Charlotte. It's pretty solid performance overall. With that being said, it's not all good. I do want to talk about some of the negatives here. This section will be very short. Uh, Before I dive into some of the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call one 8 hope new york or text HOPE-NEW-YORK to four six seven three right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15. That's CelticsTake15 for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's talk some negatives here. Like I said, I'll keep this section short because there isn't a ton that you really look at and we're like, okay, that was really bad. Offensively, defensively, it's a pretty solid night. There were two areas where the Celtics really struggled. And that w- that was, you know, offensive rebounds given away. Uh, but it was also turnovers tonight. Turnovers for the Celtics. 19. Like, this is just unacceptable. It happens over and over and over. 28 points off of turnovers. It's just not, it's not acceptable. Like, this is how they stay in games. 14 offensive rebounds as well for the Hornets. Like, again, these are the things. This Celtics team should have won by 20 plus points tonight. It should not have even been close. But those two areas really just crushed the Celtics. And it was all game long. You know, there were spurts. This truly was a game of runs. Not that the, not that the, a 4-0 run is really a run. But the Celtics started off up 4-0. And then the Hornets went up 9-4. And then the Celtics went on another run. But this just went on the entire game. The Celtics found themselves up 10 in you know the second or third quarter. And then it was right back down. The Celtics found themselves up, I mean, even late, late in the game. Right? Jalen Brown had... You know, the offensive rebound and the putback that put the Celtics up 11 with four minutes and 50 seconds left. How did the Hornets get back into it? Turnovers. A little bit of ISO game, but turnovers and offensive rebounds. That's it. Like, that is the Achilles heel of the Celtics team, and it has been for a while. Uh, but you look, it's really like your main guys, they were doing it. You know, Jason Tatum tonight had three turnovers. Two of them were late in the fourth. Jalen Brown had seven, was a little bit better down the stretch, but seven turnovers, like these are supposed to be your pillar guys. Like it's not, it's unacceptable for all of these to happen, but it did. And that's exactly why the Celtics found themselves needing free throws at the end of the game. Like, that's the reason we won by six and not by 26. Like, seriously, this is a, it, it's been an issue all season long. And this is a team where you, you cannot turn the ball over because they will get out and transition and they will torch you. Fortunately for the Celtics, like, transition defense today was pretty good. Like we saw Marcus Smart block Kelly Oubre in a, what looked like it should have been a wide open dunk, transition dunk, and he stopped him. We saw a couple great blocks at the rim. Time Lord had a couple. Josh Richardson had a nice block. Uh, so we saw good defense, and that's what that at least gave the Celtics this win. But this should have been a blowout. So again, I know I'm nitpicking but you would love to see the Celtics team really just put away this team because they had the opportunity to. Obviously we've seen the Celtics put away teams, right? The last couple games we've won by like 30 points, right? It's ridiculous how much we're beating up on teams. It's fantastic, right? But today's a game where, you know, they kind of fell apart in points. The offense just stopped and you can see it in the assists, At the end of the third quarter, the Celtics had 27 assists. We ended the game with 31. So that's four assists in the fourth quarter. And that shows you that the Celtics opted for more iso ball. That's it. That's what it boils down to, right? So a little bit more iso ball, more turnovers, and guys just not playing the right way. You know, fortunately the Celtics came out with the win and that's that's where we're going to end things because honestly, I don't want to dwell on some of the negatives because we've been playing some really good basketball. 10-4 and 4 in our last 14 games. That is fantastic to see. Uh, we are opening up a three-game road trip uh, starting Friday against the Pistons. So should be a game where the Celtics can handily win. Uh, But we've said that before, and they've come out and absolutely got torched, played horrible. But I think the Celtics are starting to turn a corner, and this is what you want at this point in the season. You would like to see it a little bit earlier, but the Celtics are at a point where they're starting to get healthy, which is good, right? Right now, the Celtics are still ninth in the Eastern Conference, but we are a half game behind Charlotte. That's it. Half game behind Charlotte for the seven seed. Uh, so it's still possible. Like we have the ability to jump up uh, and make a run at this. So that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA CelticsGuy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, and make sure to rate and review the podcast. Uh, and definitely. Check back in Friday night Celtics at Pistons. Have a good night Celtics fan. I can't help it. I pull like a Celtics. I can't help it. Like a I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I pull like a Celtics. I can't help it. I pull like a